But sometimes you have to keep your pets at home when you're out running errands or maybe you are at work. Well, oftentimes you may wonder, is there something that you could be doing to make it more pleasant for your pet to stay home alone? Are there things that could be entertaining and stimulating to them? Well, today I am talking to Ron Levi. He is the inventor and creator of Dog TV. Hi, Ron. Hello, how are you? I'm good. Welcome to People with Passion for Pets. Amazing, amazing to be here. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ron, you are the creator, inventor of Dog TV, which is such a cool concept. And I'm just excited to have you because, uh, you know, as a, as a dog parent, I know that there are times when we can't take our dogs with us. And we always wonder, is there something we can do to enrich their lives while they're home alone, right? And you, you really came up with something. And, and I think that's kind of the idea. So why don't you talk a little bit about that? I think that's exactly it. So many people just leave their pets at home. And uh, many, many times the dogs, especially dogs, I would say, are not too happy about it. They need somebody there. They need presents. They need to do something. They're bored. They're irritated. They're barking. They're chewing the couch. They're chewing the shoes. They're annoying the neighbors and uh, dogs basically can develop a lot of issues when they're home by themselves for so many hours every day so we thought there must be a solution to that you're not there you're at work we get that uh, nobody can walk your dog we get that but maybe we can use the tv and try to entertain your dog when he's there by himself and we started over 10 years ago, learning everything that has been done already. And there's so many studies about dogs and visual content and music and just stuff that universities around the world have been doing since the 60s. And we're like, wow, this is amazing. We can actually create the right content, put on the TV, and the dog will be better when home by themselves, happier, less stressed. And it's really neat because it's, uh, it's not just content. Like a lot of times people think, oh, you know, there's some YouTube channels that, that are streaming calming things, but you have different types of, you, you have things that are engaging to dogs so that they're not bored, but then you also have things that are calming. So talk a little bit about the different types of content. You did the research, didn't you? You learned this whole thing. You can, you can start your own dog channel now. This is amazing. <laughs> Uh, that's so that's so true I mean we worked we, we still do with great uh, pet experts as I said we came from TV world we needed the pet experts vets behaviorists and all that to join us so we have a dream advisory board and they joined and we started to develop the content uh, together with them and we learned that really dogs need three different things and that's the way we structure the channel so we have the relaxing content we call it relaxation which is a very important category on the channel because dogs need that when they're at home uh, so it's a lot of relaxed dogs and a lot of beautiful landscapes and relaxed music and all that so it was also proven by studies um, that it was it's very it's very uh, it helps reduce stress levels and relax dogs 76% of dogs in fact so we, we are very happy about this uh, content. The second is stimulation. If a dog is too relaxed and too chilled, more than 16 hours a day, that's not good. A lot of dogs do need to be in a playful mood and to jump and, and play. And if you, they don't have anybody to do it with, 
that's where we came come in. So stimulation is a lot of dogs running around and playing and swimming, a lot of moving objects, animation, stuff that really can get them up and running and excited and uh, get their heart a heartbeat uh, uh, bumping a little bit uh, uh, faster, which is also important. Again, everything's in the colors and the sounds and the squeaky sounds and everything that will get their attention. So that's stimulation. And the third content category is called exposure. And the idea is to use the TV to expose dogs to stuff that they're normally afraid of, like vacuum cleaners or thunderstorms or fireworks or cars or strangers or doorbells or washing machines. You know, the, we, we took the most common fearful elements and stimulize for dogs. And we actually create content around that. We put the sound very low in the, in the, in the soundtrack so it won't be too scary for dogs. But over time, they kind of get used to it. And when 4th of July comes, they're kind of not as afraid because they're used to it by now. So we help them have each, we, we help them basically desensitize them to all these elements. So they feel a little bit more safe and better when these things do happen to them. Um, exposure is, is my favorite kind of content category because I really see that we're making a difference with this one and uh, we work with the experts to make sure that we're doing it right. Uh, and it's also based on a, on a huge study from Belfast University in Ireland about using these elements to expose dogs and to make them a little bit better and more com comfortable. So we're doing I, that. that. That's the yeah. three categories. And at, at night, we also have a nighttime content which is basically to get the dog sleepy and nothing too exciting so yeah wow yeah it, it's really great and and I'm with you the the um the exposure content I think is amazing again as a dog trainer we have used exposure type um sounds for yeah. oftentimes for animals that are very afraid of uh fireworks in fact on my youtube channel I made I made a video saying you know start making sure that throughout the year you expose your puppies to these sounds so that when twice a year the fireworks come they're not afraid because who wants to live in fear twice a year right so absolutely absolutely and there's actually cds out there i know victoria stillwell has like a line of cds fireworks or there's one called noise phobia which is about construction work sounds and stuff like that anything that you can play to a dog that will habituate him will that will make him familiar with all this this is very you would know much more than me but basically even with you know people ask um uh, we're expecting a kid a, a baby to come you know what can you do and one of the tricks really is as you know you know to familiarize the dog with all these baby sounds right. much yeah. before the baby arrives we actually tried that once i don't know, <laughs> I don't know if my dog <laughs> was so excited about hearing baby sounds nor was i you know, when the baby comes, that's one thing, but to start hearing yeah. these noises before the baby comes, I don't know. Anyway, uh, but yeah, that's the trick, basically, to to play these things to the dog before and to get him used to it, and it, it, it works like magic. Yeah, that's really amazing content, but but you don't stop there. You just uh, started a, a little while ago to also make content for dog owners, so now you have a whole nother wide array of things that people can watch. That wasn't really the intention. We are a channel 100% designed for dogs, and that's our premise. But when COVID hit, a lot of people started to discover the channel. They were at home with their pets, starting to email us a lot. <laughs> say, hey, this is not fair. We're here. We want to see something for ourselves, too. You know, what, what about some shows for us? And we're like, huh, all right, maybe stuff that the dog and the owner can watch together and stuff. So we started to develop a lot of shows for dog parents but it's, it's really uh it's shows that will add value to our customers it's not just any 
reality show and stuff like that. We're really picking choosing the right content that we are producing for dog parents. Uh, we just launched uh, a week ago a series, uh, a season two of our series, The Dog Chef, which is Kevin Matthews. He's the dog chef. He cooks uh, healthy meals for dogs. So from that show, you can actually learn a lot of tricks of how to improve your, your dog's diet and, and, and a lot of dogs have health issues or how to tackle these health issues with, with the right food. So the Dog Chef is a great show. We have training shows with our trainers, Chrissy Joy and Laura Nativo. We have our amazing experts, as I said, with, uh, with awesome tips. We have a new show called Pause for Love, which is a, a travel show with your pet. So it's this couple who's traveling in their RV everywhere in America with their dog, Nash, uh, to promote the work of therapy dogs everywhere. And they sold everything that they had, the huge garage sale. And they said, let's go on the road for a year and just use this dog to help up kids and fire stations and stuff like that, police officers, and to promote the work of, of therapy dogs. So they've done it and documented the whole thing. I'm very proud of this show. It's a really fun show to watch. It's called Pause for Love. Um, so we have that. We have other things in development right now that I can't talk about. I can't talk about, but... That, again, the idea is to create value, to give something that is positive, that is good for dog parents. It's, it's not just to create any show with dogs. It's really to create good shows. And I'm proud that we're doing that. Yeah, and I'm really excited about uh, that content too, because it is it is fun. I mean, obviously we're all about traveling with our dogs and we wrote a book about traveling with dogs. So uh, okay. it's just great. What yeah, is it it's called? called? Keep your paws on the road. <laughs> yeah. but it's in green dogs don't see green Bridget what, what, you need to give it a bluish version to that book oh, okay <laughs> yeah, we have a we have a special travel uh, episode of the dog chef coming up uh, just before Easter I think we're airing it April 13th with Chrissy Joy she do you know her she's amazing <laughs> she has the Joy crew three dogs they're traveling everywhere they're living in our van Literally, they're showering in the van. They're doing everything in the van. So we did a, a special with her for the dog chef just before Easter. So if you do go out and travel with your dogs, here's what to feed your dogs on the road, stuff like that. So check out that episode. It's a good oh, one. absolutely, yeah. And we'll be sure to, uh, of course, in the description below, we'll uh, share the links and make sure people can easily find that because, yeah, that sounds very exciting. Yeah, it is. I'm very proud of this show. But it's it's definitely a, a great uh, great channel. Not so not just for pets, but also for pet owners. Um, any thought of uh, how how do cats do with with TV? Do you know? I know it's called dog TV, but I just wanted to put that out there. Um, first of all, it's a fair question. Uh, <laughs> I, I personally thought of this idea for this is a, a secret, okay, Bridget? Uh, I thought of this idea for dog TV because of my cat Charlie. Um, he was alone all day and I felt really guilty and um, yeah he just looked not happy so I thought I need to do something and the tv is already he here so I started to play with different types of content and Charlie reacted amazingly and uh, that was the the origin of this idea for that became dog tv but we know the dogs react to television we know the dogs um, especially to moving objects and to to animation and stuff that move a lot you know they have that motion sensitivity as well of course they less enjoy seeing dogs on screen um, so I wouldn't recommend per se using dog TV for your cat uh, but some of the content could be suitable for cats and um, some of the music for sure they see a little bit different also as far as colors and all that so I, I would just say that dog TV re 
really put everything to design it for dogs. But I know that we have a lot of subscribers who subscribe for their cats. I can share evidence. Can I, you want me to share a screen on Zoom or not, are we not doing that? You want to see Yeah, it? we can do that. That would be fine. <laughs> okay, here's some cats washing and enjoying uh, dog TV. Uh, there it is. Okay, let me share the screen. Do, 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 do. These are just some images of cats that we got uh, enjoying the channel. Um, you can see that they're reacting. Some of them do enjoy watching other dogs and catching them and play with them. Some of them are just trying to catch a ball and the moving things. This one did it really well. Oh, that's cool. This one looks just like Charlie, my cat, and the TV. Oh, looks. that's so cute. So, yeah, there's a lot of, uh, and he caught the mouse. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> So yeah, so we know of people who subscribe for their cats. I know of one person who subscribed for her parrot. Uh, oh, who enjoys yeah. watching the channel as well. Um, and I do know of some people who subscribe for themselves and they don't have dogs. Uh, but I would say 99% have dogs and subscribe for them. I think creating the right content is really key because if you just turn on any channel and people have been turning on just you know, animal channels or music channels or whatever, but they can actually increase stress. They can actually, you know, there's a lot of noisy bombs or sounds on the news or whatever. And uh, dogs are not particularly into that. Yeah. <laughs> so we... You know, um, you know, and, and that is so true because we are uh, animal trainers and behaviorists. And for many, many years, when we had clients that would say, what can I do to uh, decrease my dog's anxiety when they're all home alone? We would oftentimes say, you know, you could turn on a music channel or you could turn on um, uh, you know, a podcast or something, but the, the challenge is you, like you just referred to, you don't really know what will be broadcasted, right? And so sometimes there will be interruptions where there might be some other things that can be very disturbing to animals. So um, I do like what you do because your, your content is specifically made for dogs and specifically made to, to decrease anxiety, correct? Correct. And, you know, some animal shows could be okay for dogs, uh, but even on the animal planet or whatever, uh, there's some scary stuff for dogs. There's scary animals. Dogs don't react well to every animal on screen and off screen. Um, and so, yeah, the, the key was really to create something that'll be 100% safe for dogs. So, you know, people, it's a lot of responsibility. People leave their pet alone with us and we need to babysit the dog. And uh, how do we do that? So we need to create the right content that will be 100% safe, nothing scary, no cats, no scary noises, you know, or animals or stuff like that. Uh, I think uh, that's part of it. Part of it is definitely the content, but part is like how, what do we do with content? Like how do we, how do we make the, the television screen a little bit more appealing for dogs because they don't see the world the way we see the world. They don't see the, the colors like we do and they don't hear the sounds and they have a very specific taste in everything and a specific way of seeing the world. So we had to not just create the concept but really tailor made it for dogs. And that's where the magic happens really, yeah. Yeah, and, and that is so great because quite honestly, at first when I came across uh, dog TV, I was like, I was always told many, many years that dogs can't see the TV. And then the more I kind of looked at what you had to offer in the, the scientific backgrounds that, that you used, it's not that they can't 
watch TV, it's just the type of content that we watch. They can't necessarily see correctly, right? Can you speak to that a little bit? But it also has something to do with the technology being, you know, developed and, and evolved through time. When we started the company, it was 20, beginning of 2010. And the first decade of that of the, of the millennium, really, people had all their TVs, had whatever, CRT TVs. And those TVs would actually flicker for dogs because they would uh, broadcast in a, in a much lower uh, um, refresh rate. So it, basically they could see the individual frames and it's not a very enjoyable, <laughs> if I had to see TV like that, I probably wouldn't. So they're, they're, they weren't into, into that at all. But then a miracle happened for us and everybody got into LCD and plasma TVs and all the newer screens that would broadcast more than hundred Hertz, which is very high. And now dogs can see a smooth screen, just like you and me. So that was part of it. Definitely a technology had part of it, but also really learning and understanding what a dog needs and how does he see and the colors. You know, we always thought a dog see in black and white and we learned that that wasn't the case and it's not the case at all. They see less colors, but they still see colors. They see blue and yellow and shades of gray and black and white. And we have to take this into consideration, creating the content as well as the way they see the world, the visual acuity, the size of the objects on the screen, the movements that they're very sensitive to. There's a lot that we learn in dog science. We didn't come from the dog world. We came from the TV world. So we had to put, I think, three and a half years of studying 60 plus university studies from around the world to understand dogs, to understand dog science, the way they see, the way they hear, the colors, the memory, the behavior, what they need, what kind of content. All that we had to put a lot of efforts into studying before we created any show on dog TV. So that was the very beginning of the channel. And then when we awesome. had that, we had that, we started playing around with content, created the pilot. Then we wanted to test it to see if it works. We did focus groups in LA and in New York, um, which were very beneficial to learn to see the dogs reacting to different kinds of content. That was that was great. And only after that, we created the content and we launched, the first time we launched was exactly 10 years ago, uh, Test Market in San Diego, California. Yeah, Cox and Time Warner, that was February, 2012. And that was like a test to see if it works for, for one year. And it was very, very successful. And then we, we launched Nationwide 2013 on TV and growing ever since. That's so awesome. So Doc TV is something that is kind of like a channel. It's subscription-based and it's available wherever people can stream. Is that correct? Not just stream. If you have a DirecTV or Dish or Comcast or Cox, RCN, all the traditional players, as well as the newer players, Apple TV, Roku, Amazon Fire, and iOS, Android, and all that. The idea is basically to make it available to every dog parent around the world uh, because this could really help their dog if they suffer from such issues uh, to feel better throughout the day. So we launched and we have subscribers in 75, I think, countries around the world. And we're available in cable and satellite operators in 14 or 15 countries. We just launched in a few countries in Latin America and that goes really well. And there's I think this could really help. It's a, it's a very beneficial tool for so many pet parents around the world. So we're we're just happy about the way we grew. Again, your website is uh, doctv.com. So that's where people can find you. But you also have a YouTube channel, right? So if people want to check out some of your, your content on YouTube, 
Is it Doc TV on YouTube or? Uh, just write Doc TV on YouTube and you'll find us. Uh, Facebook and Instagram, Doc TV. Uh, we have weekly live uh, events on Facebook. Tomorrow I'm doing a live event with the Doc Chef to celebrate the new series. So, you know, join us on Facebook. It's where it's at as well as Instagram. Uh, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of new content coming up. There's, uh, I think, I think there's something for everyone if you're a human or a canine. So check us out. Any specials, any things going on that people should know we about? We had a very nice special called the new normal, which is, uh, navigating life after quarantine with, with everything that's going Ooh. on. And a lot of people went back to work, but Hey, yeah. stayed at home all of a sudden. The, the dogs were very happy when the people were there with them, but all of a sudden the people went back to work. What do you do? So we did a five hour live televised event with 28 pet experts, the best in the world, not just from the US, everywhere, talking about this issue and about this challenge that people have right now. Wow. Including the whole shelter aspect, which uh, people return dogs to shelters because they weren't there for them anymore, et cetera. You know about all this. I don't need to tell you. So that special was one of my favorite things that I've done in 12 years, Dog TV for sure. I'm very proud of this project. You can check it out on our on our channel as well. And we recently did a show called One Night Only. It's also a special about the music behind Dog TV because we're creating all the music in-house. We have 11 musicians writing the score, recording according to what we know dogs need and want or relaxes them, et cetera. So we have amazing musicians. We did a music special as a musician. I was very proud of this. And that's also available on our channel. I think it's even maybe free. Maybe you don't need to pay. I don't know. Just check out the channel, dogtv.com. And there's gold over there. And a lot of things are free. And a lot of things are not free, but worth it. Just check it out. I think uh, I think music can do miracles with pets. Uh, I think sound can do. I, we studied something called sound therapy for this whole thing. We not just use music. We use a lot of sound design. And we use low uh, sound frequencies that tend to relax dogs, really low frequencies. Um, we put in very low in the soundtrack, but it really relax. It can heal enzymes. It can really help reduce stress. Uh, we studied this. So I really believe in music and sound to do with pets, not just dogs, but overall, it's a, it's a very interesting, it's called bioacoustics, this whole yep. area. And I think it's just amazing. Uh, this was fun. You've got a great show and I'm going to try reading that book. We'll see. I, I, I want to learn more about traveling with pets. It's a big, big thing, definitely. And there's a lot of things I can learn. That's so great. We have on Spotify an album uh, called Dog TV, uh, Travel With Your Dog, I think that's the name, or, or Music to Relax the Dog on the Road or something. Oh, cool. uh, so it's free. Just check it out. It's not just on Spotify. It's Apple Music. It's everywhere pretty much. So you can, when you do travel with your pet, you can just turn it on and it relaxes your pet in the car. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, so it's wonderful. Well, it's such a pleasure to meet you. Great Thank guy. You so and it was great. Great Thank product. You. Thank you. Great show. <laughs> Thank you. Talk to you soon. Thank you for joining us today on people with passion for pets. We're Jim and B Walker, and we share the adventure of life with our dog, Apollo and Heidi. For more adventure videos, check out our YouTube channel, modern canine vlog, or visit our website, www.mcs.dog. And until next time, keep your paws on the road.